All right, and we're back at the MCG. Uh, that's not factual. <laughs> <laughs> it's awfully quiet here. If by MCG oh, we week, mean say. my <laughs> cringy dungeon. Oh, wait, G, fuck. <laughs> Gungeon. Gulag? I was thinking of my cringy gulag. There we go. Sorry, I did the translation from Russian in my head. Ah, uh, uh, direct translation. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, um, Understandable. Yeah, my apologies. <laughs> Dinner was decent. Thank you, Keelan. Thank you. Lovely. No worries. It's a pleasure. Now, um, do you think uh, cooking shows are a scam? What do you mean by scam? I mean, when you're watching Jamie Oliver, he makes a uh, toasted bruschetta roll, I suppose. Puts uh, ham and all the nice things he'll put on it. He'll uh, absolutely cover the entire sandwich in cherry tomatoes. And he's like, oh, here's a good little sandwich in it. And he starts eating it. <laughs> and, and it's pretty tasty. And he's having a good old time. But when you're in the comfort of your home and you try to put your fork into a single cherry tomato... <laughs> fucking explodes and goes all over the shop. Ends up at the neighbor's <laughs> house, usually. <laughs> mm. uh, you reckon they've got like like dummy cherry tomatoes that are almost fully sliced through, so if you go to push down them, they just like split apart? They would have to. Or perhaps with the surgical syringe, they extract all of the juice of from the cherry tomato. Surely they then pump it full of air, so it's just like a empty <laughs> husk. <laughs> Sharon branded cherry tomatoes. <laughs> Or some kind of gelatin-based, fully man-made cherry tomato. What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number eight of the Storm in the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our footy slash sports viewing this week. What's going on, boys? Not much. Yep, beauty start. <laughs> what's going on, Matty? Yeah, what's going on? Uh, uh, yep. had, a, had a good week. Oh, he's got a response this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good. I'm somewhat prepared. What'd you get up to? Uh, work, mostly. <laughs> Working uh, nine to five. The grind. Working nine to five. five. Word it. Yeah. We're starting an acapella group. <laughs> <laughs> we um, won't be. No, uh, un- unless the money's there. <laughs> Super Butcher, official <laughs> sponsor of our acapella group. <laughs> Um, actually, no, yeah, this week's been good. Uh, I was a little bit nervous, a little bit anxious, perhaps, a little bit uh, self-conscious even, maybe, um, about, uh, quote-unquote, perhaps, off-brand humour, edgy, dark, I don't know, whatever floats your boat, I suppose. Mm -hmm. Um, And a shout-out to fairly popular OG podcast, uh, Painkiller Already, Mm -hmm. Uh, one of their popular, long-time, possibly all-time OG hosts, Kyle. Yep. Uh, is completely. He's a loose cannon. <laughs> Lives on the edge. And uh, made me feel a little bit better. Um, he's rich. He's extremely wealthy. <laughs> so it doesn't matter if he gets cancelled. He doesn't actually work. Doesn't have a job to get fired from. Well and truly set up in life. But. Uh, but go off, King. <laughs> As a Kyle enjoyer, uh, I had a good time. And uh, I think there is. Definitely a market for that type of humour. Hmm. Hmm. Yep, fair enough. Yeah, right. He asked how how your week was, not fucking your life story. <laughs> but, but all right. Keelan, what's going on? That um, beverage you've made yourself there didn't seem to hit 
too good. Yeah, so... <laughs> what have you got in that little shaker there, it's pal? It's called Future Way. Okay. So, assuming, assuming it's still coming from a milk-based product, but it's a lemonade thing. A lemonade milk milk based product. Well, I'm sure it's got whey in the name, so you'd think maybe it's still coming from milk, but I don't know that I don't know how they're doing it. Yeah, fair enough. Um okay. Gohan, do you have something to chime in with, bud? Inquisitive look. Sniff. And a lick too, thanks. <laughs> um So if you hear any rumblings in the background, he got a new toy panda today and he is absolutely Fucking it up, um, aren't you, buddy? Giving it the giving it the work. Yeah, putting in light work against the <laughs> panda toy. <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be outside, but you know it's rainy and wet, and I feel bad. So. That's it. So you can be in here hitting the panda with a fifteen-piece combo. <laughs> <laughs> Wumble. Right. But yeah, excellent. Let's uh, let's do some sport, mate. Thoughts? You reckon? <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Sport. But before sport... Oh, shit. Yeah, no, we do have, like, two other segments. The the unofficial <laughs> <laughs> sponsor segment, Super Butcher, Butcher of the Week. Brilliant. Unofficially brought to you by Super Butcher. Opening a new store this weekend, actually, in Southport. Do we get discount? Uh, they have free samples Whoa. and prizes. We're on. Um, are, we, are we going? I think it's opening Ferry Road Market, maybe. I think we make an appearance. Saturday. In our in our super butcher shirts. Absolutely. Oh, Saturday I'm busy. Yeah. I'm lucky. You guys got to go eat for me. It's mm. all right. Matt will eat for two. Well, <laughs> please <laughs> gladly accept this challenge. <laughs> Thank you. This burden, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so super butcher butcher of the week. Um, I've got a nomination. <clears throat> I'd like to nominate my own uh, Facebook account security <laughs> <laughs> after being hacked today. <laughs> uh, change your passwords, kids. <laughs> Probably hadn't changed my password for about five, six years, I reckon. So, I uh, got that sorted. Um, hacker only direct messaged everyone on my friends list, uh, including all the group chats I was in. So, fair effort to them. Uh, I think I got out off with minimal damage, only, you know, a dollar forty-five, and my nudes being leaked. So, <laughs> not too bad an outcome. Other they, than a mild inconvenience. Uh, what they pay for? <laughs> <laughs> what they fucking top up your that, Farmville, dude? They, <laughs> <laughs> they paid for my OnlyFans and then screenshotted all my notes. <laughs> oh well, they didn't need to hack your Facebook. <laughs> yeah, so um, uh, that's my nomination for this week, Keelan. I think I think yours wins it. Um, but I put one in just to make sure we didn't have any, uh, d- didn't have a week without one. Um, very tame entry on. Hawk's Nest, which is Hawk's merchandise. Um, so I placed my order on the 10th of May. Express post or whatever. That's two days ago. It's now the 12th. Today's. I get a notification saying just today at 10.30am it had been shipped. Mm-hmm. I open the shipping email. Sends me to a web page. Tells me that it had indeed been shipped the day before. So I don't know what kind of web code is going on here, but it's garbage. And I Fake don't like news. it. <laughs> And it got delivered uh, today, so I've got it, you know, um, ready for when the Hawks play the Suns at the Suns, um, which is definitely not in Darwin. Unfortunately, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
but oh. I don't think we'll be making that trip. Same, same with the North Suns game. Very yeah. disappointing. Yeah, Foul. unfortunate. But um, a decent shipping time though on your order. Express oh, it was actually through. good. It was just the miscommunication that shipped me off. Yeah, that's mm. it. So uh, I was getting worried, you know. Sitting uh, at home like, oh, is my jersey going to arrive in time? I'm going to get this photo, <laughs> which probably not going to be out there anyway because it's going to be fucking pissing down. Yeah, we'll have to um, rain check that one, I think. But I get checking. it because it's the weather yeah, and such. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, I've got Maddie's jersey on order coming in tomorrow. Lovely. Very uh, good. Timely updates on shipping. Yeah, okay. So, can't back you up on that one, unfortunately. Oh, also, I went size-wise off my son's one. Okay. Right? And I was like, oh, yeah, surely. Makes Similar sense. size, right? Right. Nah. It's way bigger. I ordered XL and my son's one's an XL. So oh, ah. Yeah, it's way bigger. Is your son's one youth XL, perhaps? It must be youth XL, but I, I don't think it is. Well, Maddie's got a 2X coming in the mail, so it could be a tent on him. <laughs> Although he's a I big unit it, I think it might be I reckon the XL would fit Yeah, but um, This still fits me t- To be fair And I'm always going to wear it With a shirt underneath Probably so I don't get my Pasty white shoulders Out at the footy <laughs> But <laughs> Yeah fair You don't want to be Guernsey guy at the footy When you're not playing Yeah No number on the back Like <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Up, dude. <laughs> I am nervous now Nah you'll be right You can wear like a hoodie Underneath yours Yeah I do I do enjoy hoodies I mean given that It's going to be raining When we're at the footy On (laughs) Sunday uh, You probably don't want to Wear your north To the Suns game anyway But Random north guy Not bad Not bad There's worse things to be Like a uh, Random west coast guy Port Adelaide Yeah I was going to say port Mm, True I was just going ladder position Oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) They have fighting spirit though well, I mean, and pre- COVID, they have a lot of COVID. Port <laughs> <laughs> technically have far more fighting spirit, but Port technically so... have far more uh, wanky ownership. So, <laughs> <laughs> got him. Absolutely, KO'd Koshi, come at me, dog. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The uh, jerseys are for our photo, which we plan to take to brand ourselves. I guess. Yep. Yep. I, I would guess so. Take it, never post it. Thoughts. <laughs> 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 right on trend <laughs> Eight episodes in Zero episodes released I think we do a big thing For the first episode That we're going to release On schedule Who knows <laughs> Stay tuned Stay tuned if you could <laughs> But by the time you're listening to this It's like around 13 or something Probably realistically right <laughs> <laughs> so, Is there a market for Post-season Pre-season AFL <laughs> Uh uh, <laughs> the year was 2023 and we were talking about the 2021 preseason. Welcome. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I do have an update to the shit list as well. Bless. Um, <laughs> so, for our NHL fans out there, Edmonton Oilers. Ooh, back on the shit list. <laughs> really? Uh, so, shit list currently Devin Booker, Calgary Flames, <laughs> Paris Saint Germain. Manchester United, Calgary Flames again, <laughs> and the Edmonton Oilers after dropping Game 5 at home for their first round playoff series against the LA Kings, oh. who have been described as a glorified AHL team. <laughs> so I didn't know Australia had a hockey league. Uh, it does have a semi-professional hockey league, funnily enough. No way. <laughs> uh, but yes, Oilers back on the shit list. They've mm. got... Um, mm. 
Dreisaitl and McDee's nuts and they still can't win games. Because, ho, fuck those guys. <laughs> Shout out to the Rangers who keep playing hockey too. Yeah, the boys were still in there. <laughs> Very true. They actually got a good clutch win mm-hmm. Yeah, against the Pittsburgh Penguins. 5-2. The PPs, if you will. Yes. Not bad. 5-3, but all right, fellas. Small PPs, yes. It was 5-3? Yeah, yeah, it was 5-3. Yeah. I hate to call you out, but I opened it up and I'm pretending mm. that I watched the game. Fair enough. So it was yeah. a great game by all, and the old but specifically the Rangers <laughs> <laughs> and the old comeback cats, the Florida Panthers were at it again after going down three nil and then screaming they really back home. Wow. Yeah, yeah, love a comeback Five, at three home. Final, the old comeback cats. So Ooh. shout out to them. That's been them all season. Yep. Wait, yep, the yep. Flames won though. They did. And they're leading the series. They still, yeah, and they still got two entries on the shit list. That's how much they burnt me. Interesting if they throw their lead and lose the series, if they get a third entry or not. No, no. (laughs) Permanent top spot on the shit list. Um, We shall see. What do you reckon? Time on? Yes, sir. I'd be kind of rude not to at this point. Yep. (laughs) Um. All of our listeners will be hanging in there. For time on. Stay tuned. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. <laughs> we'll be back right after this. How do we make him stop? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a good good episode of Community. Sorry, dude. All right, fine. Round eight. <laughs> Which one do you like better, dude? Pick one. <laughs> I'll take the first one. It's a false dichotomy, boys. <laughs> I don't know what that means. First game, Friday, six of May. Two options and false means I'm cre- I'm making it two options, even though there's not oh, only two options. There you go. Yeah, you learn something. Is that because the second option's just terrible? No, it's because there's more than two options. But I'm presenting it as only two options. Say, for example. You can vote Labour or Liberal. Mm, when the real answer is the, the Greens. <laughs> is the independents. Wait for it. <laughs> Them tealy boys. <clears throat> okay. But yeah, no, it is time for time on. <laughs> Maddie, you're up first. Kick off the round, Friday, 6th of May. Oh, I believe the round actually started with a centre bounce, not a kickoff. Uh, is this the poor I could be wrong because I didn't watch game. the game, but... Generally, you're correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. Uh, yes, it is Port versus Western Bulldogs at the Adelaide Oval. Adelaide, Matthew. Let's get into it. I agree. Now, um, in these <laughs> notes, which are harder to read than I anticipated, so we uh, get for writing on a train. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> do, you want me to, do you want me to make the light above you, bro? No, 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 no. So, uh, Port have won three games in a row now. They have. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about that. They're strapped. I, I know exactly how to feel about that, <laughs> and that is sad, angry, annoyed. Possibly confused. Disappointed in every other team that's played them and lost to them. <laughs> that's, but, just, that's just me, though. Sorry. Boke is an interesting last name, and I feel like there's something there, but I couldn't think of anything. Mm. Mm. Boke culture, perhaps? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> he got himself 30 disposals. Not bad. Hmm. Not bad. They have one of those weird... Boat load of touches. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy that. <laughs> they had one of those uh, sports bets favorite stats where uh, 
Boke, specifically in games played against the Dogs, was averaging something like 27 disposals. Hmm. Not bad. Decent. I think, in fairness to some degree, being the AFL, uh, you know, non-82 game season, there's probably a little bit more merit to, you know, games against X team last season, something like that. Yes, giving you maximum player team twice in a season. Yeah. And that's not even every team. Um, and Boke is playing half forward now as well. He's not in the middle, so that's a lot of touches for a half mm. forward. I've got Pal Pepper sprayed the dogs. <laughs> Decent. Not bad. But I clearly... Uh, seems like I forgot to write the rest. So <laughs> Two goals, one. Yeah, not bad. For old S. Pal Pepper. <laughs> Pal Pepper. And uh, Waitman, much like the boy that cried wolf, just... Apparently, allegedly, was injured in the fourth quarter. He was. Um, I don't know. That's been confirmed. I don't know how fans will react to that. I don't. I don't know if he has a lot of sympathy coming out publicly saying that uh, playing to the ref, so to speak, is a skill, a skill set. Mm, he did say that actually. He, he did, and he's not wrong, which he's, makes me angry. Yeah. True. <laughs> His profession could be listed as both footballer and milkman, perhaps. <laughs> Broken collarbone for him, though, in case you're wondering. Oh, shit. Yeah, He's that's allegedly a, that's injured. A, that's a painful one. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> you don't like to see that, even on Waitman. Maybe on Dangerfield. Definitely on Selwood. I don't think any of those mold fellas are coming back from broken cold. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's retirement. <laughs> Bone density just ain't the same in their advanced stage. <laughs> um, Port put on a display and just pretty much led the entire game. Final score, 86 to Port, 69 to the Dogs. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice, dude. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Don't put your notes down, Matty. You've got Frio versus North. Don't go anywhere. At Optus oh. Stadium. <laughs> he's, he's right back. He's got the double letter on Friday. Oof. <laughs> 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 North Melbourne. <laughs> Let's, uh, How good? <laughs> they are a team in the AFL. Correct. Somehow. <laughs> if only relegation was a thing, then they would not be a team in the AFL. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's 2022, and in these uh, recent trying times, hospitals have just been completely inundated. Uh, not due to COVID, and uh, not due to anything of that sort, but uh, Ruse Faithfuls are on suicide watch en masse. <laughs> As North Melbourne have lost previous games with margins of 78, 50, 60, and 68. Far out. I've heard that North, the club, is currently running a promotion <laughs> where you can trade in your Guernsey for a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Our only win this season is against... A VFL West Coast side. <laughs> we won by two goals. That might be generous. It may have been a goal and a half. Intro mile wins a win. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was it at West Coast? <laughs> I can't I remember. I think it was a Marvel Stadium. Oh, uh, well then. <laughs> oh, rest in pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, what was the margin? Yeah, well, uh, anyway. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, somehow, this AFL team only scored 24 points in an entire game. Uh, I believe Zerha kicked a goal in the final period, final term, to uh, pretty much secure, save the ruse from... Uh, I think they're historically second worst game in club history. Uh, by margin or by their, their score? By score. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so this isn't the worst ever. Wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow. Sheesh. Uh, North Melbourne at the end. End of the final, final siren. North Melbourne finished with two. Not goals. No. Two goal scorers. absolutely useless oh what a stat uh i don't know who were they three goals six shared amongst zerha and coleman jones with one Ooh. and uh now this i just feel is Insult to injury. Much like giving the special needs kid at school the participation award just for being on the bench. Zerha supposedly took mark of the year. Yeah, that's great, you know? You know? Fucking mark of the year. If only the fucking cunts could win a fucking game. <laughs> that'd be a lot better. I, I really reckon. hope we don't have to beep all that, hey? <laughs> Too bad footy games aren't just about taking marks. <laughs> <sighs> Was it a good mark? Like, actually... Or was it one of those Mark of the Year nominations where it's like, eh, they'll be better later in the year? The latter. Oh, unlucky. <laughs> oh, no. Best of a bad bunch then. All right. North Melbourne, 24. Dockers, 102. Hey, Matt. Yes. But wait, there's more. Ooh. Your next game as well, so pick up your notes. Oh, oh has, he got, has he got the first Saturday game too? Oh, he kicks off Saturday the 7th <laughs> of May with Richmond against... Collingwood. The triple header. No, the, no. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Got to be excited. Yeah, just calm down, mate. It's a different, <laughs> different day of the week, all <laughs> right? Chill, mate. People slept between these games. <laughs> to the delight of Richmond fans, AFL fans, and enjoyers of sick cunts, <laughs> Dustpan Ashley Martin was back. Roars from the Tigers could be heard every time Dusty looked at the ball. Alright, calm down. I mean, he's still human. He's just a footy player like everyone else. And uh, Pies Ginnigan is stuck on an island all of his own and continues to be the main character of the show. Scored himself three goals. Not bad for the young gun. Uh, Decent. That was a pun attempt, a joke attempt at Killigan's Island. Yep, I'll I'll pay it. Oh. I got it. One for the older listeners. I I don't think I've seen it, so... Probably not one that the old um, North Macedonian boys would get, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, I don't know. They could have got it subtitled. Maybe. I don't think they got it dubbed, but nah, certainly subtitled. They never do. Probably not dubbed. Yeah, no one ever Macedonian. North Macedonian, <laughs> Macedonian dubbed. <laughs> We're sitting here waiting for Dragon Ball Super English dub and bloody North Macedonians just waiting for Gilligan's Dragon Island. Ball <laughs> English dub. <laughs> I am... Um, I find Collingwood to be an interesting team because they're not good. <laughs> They've been struggling. But, Correct. Um, I don't know. Unlike North Melbourne, they don't get blown out. 
Yeah, and they're still kind of exciting too. Collingwood will always lose, but they'll always only lose by two goals, two or three goals. I, I, don't, I don't. Sort of weird. I don't know how they pull that off. Or five. You Four and a half. Yeah, but if but yeah no if the other team score 50 to win Collingwood are there with 30 mm. the four other and four for yeah. the season on 16 points yeah. in ninth place so super weird I don't know if there's anything decent there. enough um now Richmond put on just a display um played a good played a great game had a lot of goal scorers finished the game 113 to 86 Eesh. decent win rest in peace The Isaac Lee's derby is up next. Oh, it is. <laughs> in a in a turmoil. <laughs> a bittersweet game for me to view as a Suns and Swans fan. But it was winning either way, I suppose. So that's okay. Saturday at the SCG. And Stewie Jew and his sons were hoping to continue to build on their recent record against his mentor and former employer, the Swans. Oh, I actually did not know that. Yes, he was assistant coach wow. at okay. Sydney after um, retiring from playing at Hawthorne. Went straight yeah, to Sydney okay. the following season. Coach pa- of the year pack on too, the kilos right? there or at the uh, Suns? No, I believe he gained more <laughs> access to uh, Red Snakes at the Suns. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fella. <laughs> the Suns applied the pressure early in the contest but only managed three behinds before Lockie put his Wella, Wella, Wellington boot <laughs> through the footy to kick the first goal 10 minutes into the match. Uh. The Swans struck back immediately through Franklin, but it didn't take Gold Coast long to re-extend their lead with Miller kicking a major, <laughs> and the Swans found their early inaccuracy hard to swallow with David snagging himself a goal right before quarter time. Shout out, Davies Swallow, former captain. Jack couldn't believe his Lukosius with a shanked Swans kick resulting in a turnover that came straight back towards the goals and landed in Jack's lap for an easy shot. Luke was leading all players on the parker early with his tackling pressure, snapping a goal from the middle of a contest. Both teams traded big blows in the second, but the Suns went into the main break with a 17-point lead, kicking four goals to Sydney's three in the term. The Suns got exactly the start they wanted in the second half, with Rankin kicking his second goal for the match within two minutes. Gold Coast led by as much as 24 before the Swans struck back with Tom kicking his first to chip away at the PAP lead. The Swans made the most of their opportunities, kicking the next three goals to make an even game at the last break. To start the fourth, Ainsworth drove the ball to the Levi, but the Levi wasn't dry, kicking his first (laughs) of the match to gain momentum one minute into the last quarter. There wasn't many more scoring opportunities created with the ball living in Gold Coast forward 50 for most of the quarter with the Suns only scoring four points and the Swans managing two points. The game was still hanging in the balance like your Johnson at a urinal, but it was <laughs> Levi who zipped up the Swans' hopes, snapping his second goal late and sealing the victory for the Suns. <laughs> Stewie must have taken some of John Longmire's hair to brew a poly-juice potion and get access to the Swans' game plan, as the Suns are now the Swans' hoodoo team, winning four out of the last six matches and four out of the last five at the SCG. Gold Coast, 75, Sydney, 61. Not bad. And uh, shout, out for, shout out, Levi Casbolt has kicked at least one goal for every game he's played for the Suns. Ooh. We got jokes for all demographics in there. 
<laughs> Shout out to the Harry Potter fans. <laughs> in there. The North Macedonian Harry Potter fans. <laughs> <laughs> Who also like AFL. Surely that got dubbed in some language they speak there. <laughs> <laughs> right? Sorry, maybe not dubbed, but subbed. Sub definitely. Definitely. Yeah, it would be. I think I actually sure. put on the North Macedonian sub Subs. when I was watching back in the day. <laughs> I bet the um the premiere in Scopia would have been huge. <laughs> oh yes. All right. He's doing North Macedonian accent. No idea. Nope. Yeah, all right, we'll move on then. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get accidentally racist. Accidentally. <laughs> what, yeah, are we, yeah. what are we here for? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> all right. To the nation's capital with the Giants coming in after stomping the Crows and the Cats hoping to land on their feet after falling to Freo at the Cattery. We should have seen the Jeremy Cameron revenge game in Canberra coming from a mile away, quickly adding to his Monica record, kicking the first goal of the game. Brad Close just scraped one inside the post to give the Cats two in a row to start the match. Jesse Hogan's heroics kept the Giants within reach. Ron Jeremy Cameron went into the first break <laughs> feeling like he had the biggest rope on the field, kicking three goals one in the first quarter. <laughs> Who is um Ron Jeremy? Sorry. Uh, I believe he's a male actor in the adult entertainment industry from mm. possibly the 80s, 90s. Yeah, okay. Uh, Interesting. It's yeah. a much better way to handle it than I was really Huge. hoping you'd be able to kick out there. <laughs> Huge horn on him, by the way. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Green seemed to grow envious of Cameron's success in front of goal and slotted goals of his own on either side of the first break. Geelong struck back through Chicken Hawk with Tyson and Tom getting a goal each before the half time before half time with the Cats leading by twenty at the main break. Fifteen minutes into a relatively quiet third, and Tyson delivered the knockout punch, and shortly after, Jeremy always got a camera on on him, <laughs> kicked his fourth. The fourth started with Himmelberg helping to start the Giants' climb back from a 32-point deficit, but it was to no avail with the Cats kicking four more goals, including Cameron's fifth, to seal the Geelong victory by 53 points. Geelong Cats, 88. GWS Giants, 35. couple notes here from the game. Uh, hand up here. My bad. My theory was completely incorrect uh, about Giants being due for a win in Canberra. The Giants are still due for a win in Canberra. <laughs> Now losing five in a row in Canberra by an average of 40 points. If Ooh. anything, it just reinforces to put money on them next Next one. Yeah, there. next one. Um, Overdue now. They're way closer to the edge than they were previously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You, you double your bet every single time. That is a legitimate strategy. Yeah. You make your money back. Hopefully you have enough money to <laughs> keep bankrolling that one. <laughs> Say, for example, a third or fourth house. Yes. Responsibly. <laughs> yeah, very responsibly. Um, other Giants news with coach Leon Cameron today announcing his resignation as coach after their upcoming game this week against Carlton. Uh, nine years in charge for Leon, so quite a long time. Uh, long-time assistant coach Mark McVeigh is going to take over as caretaker for the rest of the season. Now, this is an interesting dilemma from a betting-slash-tipping standpoint. Usually, teams suck and then coaches get booted, right? So the team's sucking, but he's sort of leaving on his own accord. Hmm. Will the boys rally around him to give him a send-off? Because there's also, you know, the other side where teams 
are usually very successful in their bounce-back game under a new coach. You always mm. pick that mm. week. But this week, I'm still torn. I don't know if the boys are going to get around him or if they're just going to suck again, knowing that, you know, bad times are coming. It's a pretty recent high-profile team in another code that um, had a had a coach get booted. Go on. Manchester United. And they've been nothing but dismal since. Mm. Did the coach resign, though? Did he get booted? Oh, he got kicked right in the right in the wiener. Mm. So, um, I I'm not sure. Yeah, this is an interesting scenario for sure. Yeah, um, but I guess we'll touch on that in our tips for round nine. Someone, yeah, I don't even know who they're playing. Sorry. Someone has to take the blame for the plane crash. Yes. Yep. God bless. Wasn't it Russia who shot down MH17? God. <laughs> who shot down Manchester United? <laughs> oh. Probably Cristiano Ronaldo, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, Giants play Carlton this week, for anyone wondering. Oh, sorry, yeah, you just said that, though. Yep. Any um, Carlton fan out there? I think I'll, I'll save my tip for after. I have to wait and see. Stick around. Don't skip ahead. The usual. Uh, next game up. Get yeah, on. sorry. Gohan was in need of some water. He sculled his last drink when Isaac told him to down it in one. <laughs> so here we are. He's a thirsty boy. Thirsty work. You probably heard me walking all the way to the bathroom to fill up his bowl because I put on the loudest track pants known to mankind. So apologies about that. But it is what it is. Essendon, Hawthorne, Marvel Stadium. Saturday. Time of day. Undecided. Probably the evening by that point, to be honest. I didn't. It's not noted down. <laughs> and with Ethan. Oh, <laughs> Mike Tyson is now reading this. <laughs> with Essendon's form so far this season, their injury issues and five late outages due to illness, few would have expected them to be able to compete with Hawthorne. Facts. But the late changes brought energy to the Bombers early on, and the Bombers kicked. Uh, the first two goals of the game before the Hawks fought back with their first goal. It was a Cal Low handball from Jackson that bounced into the hands of Josh Ward, who sent it to the Hawks' big man with the mullet, Max Lynch, who hung the ball up high for his first goal in the AFL. <laughs> Morrison then slotted through a set shot to put the Hawks ahead before Lynch found himself at the end of a sweeping Hawthorne move alone in the goal square to score his second. Aaron Francis found himself in the umpire's bad books after holding his arms after a marking contest with James Sicily, giving Sicily, oh, giving Sicily 50 to try and convert a set shot, which he couldn't. Second time this has happened for him so far this season. <laughs> exact same thing happened against Geelong. Butchered the set shot. Mm. Is it? Because he can distribute the ball to a player quite well. As soon as it's between the posts, he's like, ooh, don't know about that. So is it a tactic <laughs> to to give away the 50 so he shoots? Are we seeing a hacker shack in the <laughs> AFL? <laughs> Find out this week. <laughs> Essendon opened the second quarter scoring with a goal from Nick. We have Dusty at home, Martin. Goals were traded between the two teams like Pokemon cards in the playground until the Hawks, like that one kid that got trading cards banned at every school, ended up with a little extra in the trade. <laughs> the extra goal from Koshi. 
Wait a minute. Jacob Kajitsky uh, put the Hawks up by 18 at the half and got the Hawks their equal best first half score since 2019. Decent effort. And that sounds all fine and good, right? Especially this next part sounds really cool. It took Gunners a quick 40 calibers to get the first goal of the second half, his second for the match. It took 15 minutes for the next goal of the quarter when Peter once again did everything right. What a surprise. Ben Hobbs, our mate, for sure, definitely not a different Ben Hobbs, <laughs> then bagged his first goal in the AFL before Finn, can I have McGuinness, kept the majors even for the term. But the final quarter was all about Peter right. He could do no wrong. He scored three <laughs> out of the out of Essendon's eight goals for the quarter to Hawthorne's single goal from Kajitsky. The Bombers trailed by 25 points six minutes into the third and then came back to win by 27. And I've likened the game, specifically the final quarter, to birds getting sucked into jet engines, <laughs> given the mascots for the teams. Very good. Apt. Apt comparison. <laughs> yeah. Apt. And I didn't put well the margin done. in, but... Oh, I did. No, I, did, I literally just said it. So, yep. we'll move on. To yeah, look. <laughs> I was not happy with this game. I was fuming as yep. a punter <laughs> with, mon- with money on the haw- Hawks to win and money on the Hawks at the line. We're talking soiled britches. <laughs> <laughs> I was ropeable. I remember a message from you in our group chat too, actually. Yeah, go and find it. So... Essendon kicked eight goals up to the end of the third quarter, right? You can hear the anger. And they kicked eight goals in the last. They doubled their score in and quarter to one goal two. Yeah. And I was not (laughs) pleased. Very, very not pleased. Everyone knows a real bomber saves his best game for the final quarter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Don't want to drop your payload too early. <laughs> so, <laughs> go on. What was said? You said Hawks have been robbed by non-calls just quietly. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> Draper is literally pushing the Hawks Ruckman, Max Lynch. Yep. Editor's note. In every contest with no calls. Which, which also, was. I forgot to write, both Ruckman... Mullets. M- mullets, right? Yep. Ridiculous mullets too. Yeah. Filthy ones. Google it. Um, images. Jamie? And then Isaac chimes in, try having $40 on the Hawks to win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I guess then he moves on to Lions game, yada, 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 no spoilers. His bet, his bet doesn't go right and he puts it. And he says, time to put the house on Liverpool, which I think is only the sensible option at this point. Absolutely. Yeah. Responsibly put the house on Liverpool just to, you know, recoup a few funds. We're, we're just moving money around. We're making money and moves. just to make sure he put the maximum value on Liverpool, he also said he's taken out a loan against the value of the podcast. Yep. Matt asks what we're valued at. Isaac chimes in, $3.75. <laughs> Not bad. Given that all the gear is um, privately owned, not company gear, um, I think $3.75 is actually quite a high valuation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we'll move on instead of just roasting and we'll go to Brisbane, West Coast at the Gabba. And surprise, surprise, the Gabbatoire was open for business and they had eagles on the menu. 
Joe was <laughs> Dana sore, so he didn't play. But that didn't stop the Lions from Dana hurting the Eagles on a damp Brisbane evening. The first goal had me screaming, Mom, get the Camarena, as he dribbled <laughs> one across the ground from 35 metres out. Now, I bet you didn't think in two separate games we'd make jokes about Camerons and cameras. Because you made one about Jem- Jeremy Cameron. Yeah, and true. Here we go. Yeah. Great minds, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking echo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Soon after, though, Charlie... Oh, not though, but yeah, soon after. Charlie came running into space to take an uncontested mark and slot it through for a major. I put the Camarena away as Cameron Cameron kicked a behind and then the Eagles linked up a couple of kicks together coming out from the kick-in to get their first goal of the game with Liam Ryan, who has two first names, but nothing nothing funny can be said about him given his boring name. (laughs) Fuck (laughs) Sorry your parents aren't (laughs) (laughs) He pops up again Just you wait It then took the Eagles What you said both his first names again (laughs) 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 Then took the Eagles An hour of game time To score their next goal That's (laughs) alright Again From our boy Ryan Liam Liam Ryan. In the meantime, the Lions had scored five goals, six in the somewhat difficult wet conditions. Two minutes later, Liam had his third goal. The Lions swiftly cancelled out his two goals, though, with two goals of their own from Coleman and Rayner. Coleman's goal had spectators saying, you're Kidian, as the umpire paid 50 against Jack Darling for moving backwards on the mark after the umpire called, Standing! Which was very soft. He basically flinched on the mark and the umpire was like, oh no, dude. <laughs> Unlucky. Unlucky. It wasn't even descent, dude. It was crazy. <laughs> Airlines everywhere should be taking notes from Hugh McLuggage as he seemed to always find himself in the right place at the right time in the fourth quarter, kicking three goals from open play. <sighs> Meanwhile, Jack Darling managed to kick the Eagles' only goal for the quarter to make sure they had two names on the goal scorers list. <laughs> well done. Brandon Starshevich was seeing stars midway through the quarter as he copped a falcon at point-blank range (laughs) mid-smother. The Lions kicked seven goals for the quarter to win by a measly 75 points. Talk about a backdoor cover of the line, though. Line opened at negative 72.5 points and they kick a goal like right at the death to cover. AFL rigged or...? (laughs) I believe you mentioned something about magnets in the ball. Yeah. I believe I did, yes. Mayhaps. You took the and under on the line, I presume? Uh, yes, it was pouring. Uh, I didn't take the line because that's ridiculous. I mean, it wasn't pouring, points. but it was predicted it was, to be fucking bucketing down. It was wet enough. Um, 135 points scored total, which isn't many. No. Um, I think I predicted last week on the pod that I'd be surprised if West Coast scored more than 10. They were sitting at not many points for a good long while, so I was almost well, very correct. Yeah, almost in it like an <laughs> like an hour and twenty or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, they finished with thirty, so credit to them. Yeah, full credit to the boys. Full credit to the boys. Tried their hearts out with limited personnel, but <laughs> on to next week. Now this week against Melbourne, rip. <laughs> <laughs> Yeesh. Uh, quick, quick thing as well. Um, I watched the. Oh, I accidentally clicked the highlight cut instead of the mini match. 
Um, and yep. I didn't realize uh, until I realized, well, it went for only six minutes. So I was like, oh, it's a bit quick. Instead of like 15, yep. But mm. I was watching, reading the timeline as it goes along because I like... That's what I do I'm as well. To. Yep. And they would just cut multiple goals at a time. There was that many. Not exciting enough. Yep. Make they it prettier. Would ju- they were just... They must have just been set shots and they're like, nah, you're done. They sometimes would cover <laughs> the mark and then cut away, scores 12 points different. You're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Meanwhile, other games are like six six minute mini matches and you're like, yeah, all right, chill, dude. But yeah, all right. Sunday, the 8th of May, kicked off with Melbourne and St. Kilda at the Mercedes Chrysler Gulag. Uh, these nuts are hot, red hot. And keep the Saints goalless in their first quarter and kicked four goals themselves. It took a mere 28 seconds for Kaiser Pickett to get on the board to put the D's in front. Sparrow took a catch inside 50, 18 minutes into the, uh, into the quarter that rivaled the gully skills of Cam Green, but unfortunately it was deemed to not have travelled far enough and was not paid as a mark. The resulting ball up from the tackle uh, ended up with Rivers trickling one in for the D's anyway. Tim Membry thought he had the Saints' first goal of the game when he took a mark and put the ball between the big sticks at the end of Q1. Before the goal review showed, it was touched. Next time, he will surely Membry to maybe take a few extra steps back before taking his set shot. Yeah, nice. Literally um, right in front, though. Could not have been any squarer. And he was just way too close. Yep. Unlike Got fingertippies. I'm Brutal. just going to say, I reckon you could have squeezed in a... Um, you know, D's nuts shot off early, <laughs> 28 <laughs> seconds into the game. Yeah, so I think you've said that previously. Possibly. So I didn't want to, like, you know. There's been a lot keep of the D's echo nuts going humor. in this chamber. <laughs> yeah. So finding a new D's nuts is Many really nuts. quite difficult at this point, um, unfortunately, because you cover them all round one. True. <laughs> it was a paragraph. Uh, and it wasn't until five minutes into the second quarter that Rowan Marshall tried to capture the escaping demons by kicking the Saints' first major of the game. Clayton Oliver had seven touches in the first term and then came out like a bat out of hell for the second with 15 disposals at 87% efficiency. Ben Brown and Tom McDonald both had two majors for the Ds during the second with Angus Beef Brayshaw saying he sure can <laughs> kick them from range with his goal for the quarter coming from just inside 50 while on the run. Like, I, like he was he was full tilt with his headgear on and everything, cutting through the air. <laughs> and it was an uncharacteristically small third term for the Ds. Their usual third quarter runaway was interrupted by Max King's usual improvement for the second half. He kicked two goals for the third term. Ben Brown kicked the Demons' only goal for the quarter, and the Ds recorded their... Th- only their first third quarter loss for this year. English is difficult. Would recommend speaking a different language. <laughs> Very controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey Fritch had all the Saints defenders guessing when he juked them all for his goal and the first of the fourth term. The commentator, what the commentating was like, Fritch, going, 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 going. Shoots goal! <laughs> it was he just kept he just kept doing them every. It was great. It was it was funny. Uh, watch the highlights. Zach Jones <laughs> sent Ed Langdon into the heavens. Oh, Zach Jones sent Ed Langdon into the heavens. His shoulder bump hit when Langdon was in the air and cleared up his legs and flipped him over. Cl- 
Clayton Oliver rushed over in defense and copped an elbow for his troubles. <laughs> Funnily enough, they <laughs> paid 50 in. against Jones, um, but that wasn't all he got for his troubles. The crowd pooed him for the rest of the game. And the <laughs> the Melbourne defenders gave him a little bit of extra zest with their contact for the rest of the game. Um, specifically, Big May came in from behind. Oh, Big Stevie Just, May will give a big <gasps> big old ear massage on a spoil after one of those, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, like doing he was doing freestyle into the back of his head <laughs> with a closed fist, not cutting through the air at all. <laughs> in the fourth term, the D's kicked 4-4 to the Saints' three goals and they won by 38. And just some crazy numbers. Um, Langdon had 39 disposals, Oliver 38, Petraka 36, Brayshaw 31. And then some Saints players got less than 30. Fair enough. So that is <laughs> that is some efforts from um, from the D's. A lot of touches. They were everywhere. Yeah. Um, and they're undefeated still. Undefeated, yep. Since on. round 20 last year. Yep. Wow. And if you're a gambling man, you'd have them as undefeated at least for another two weeks because they play the Eagles and then North. Yeah. Uh, I believe odds when I checked earlier, uh, Eagles were paying $17 to win wow. this week against one for the Ds. Really interesting. Yeah. House on the Eagles. What's the line set at? Uh, <laughs> when I checked it earlier, it was only negative sixty, which is actually larger than the uh, smaller than the line last week for Brisbane. Yeah. With, but West Coast was only paying fifteen dollars last week. Yeah. Um, dubious. Uh, the big game in AFL rigged is in three weeks, where seven and one Frio play the D's. Fair enough. Seven and one Frio. Yeah, they could be two eight and O Ds. So if they if they keep winning their games, it will be. Freo's going to be at least what eight and two by then. Who do they play this week? Gold Coast. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, they'll be they'll be eight. <laughs> automatic two. loss. Yeah. yeah. Gold, Coast. <laughs> Gold, Gold Coast at the Solarium. Automatic Gold loss. Gold Coast at home. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Alrighty, into the last game. <laughs> Solarium, my fucking ass. Great name. Debatable. Get your budgie smugglers. Get your weird get sunglasses. Your, get your towels ready. We're getting in the plungy pool. It's about to go down. <laughs> We're yelling, Timber. <laughs> Where do you buy those weird sp- Speedo goggles? What that, mean? that tan bed goers wear. Uh, they're usually provided by the Solarium uh, facility. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, you don't really need them for the sun. <laughs> <laughs> Goggles without any sort of strap on them Just a bridge across the nose Yeah, kind well, of useless <laughs> I suppose if you were sunbaking In the height of summer On um, Gold Coast Beach maybe. I bet the old tan man probably used to have some Oh yeah, yeah. Mm, Leather yeah. man used to hang out on the sand <laughs> Good multi-tools <laughs> True <laughs> Lifetime warranty on those things Send them back broken I think a new one Right. Unofficially sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, well, you can do the last game now. Excellent. Alrighty. To finish the round under the dome at Marvel Stadium, the Blues were riding high after a thumping of competition pushovers North Melbourne, with the Crows trying to recover after a stoning from the Giants. The Crows got off to a flying start with the first two goals of the match, with Walker strolling into a goal 
from a pack crumb and Rochelle following suit with almost an identical goal. By the way, it was kind of weird. Yeah. AFL rigged. <laughs> um, Magnets. <laughs> 5G. The Blues hit back through their top brass with three in a row from Makai, Cripps and Kerno to close the first quarter. Jack Nunes exactly where the goals were, opening the scoring in the second quarter, while Patrick himself uh, put himself on the score sheet again. What was I going for here? Ah, cripping one home from beyond 50. Yeah, sometimes the jokes work so much better with like rhythm or pronunciation, and there's no way to type that in. No, that was a tough one. 27 commas or something? I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Some back and (laughs) forth between the teams saw them trade blows, but the Blues cruised into halftime with 26-point lead and three goals each by Kerno and Mackay. The Blues came out of the main break in tune with six unanswered goals in the third quarter, including Zach Fisher reeling in two for himself and Jack dishing up a couple on a Silvani platter. <laughs> <laughs> with Carlton holding a 66-point lead at the final break, the Crows had a murderous task ahead of them. To their credit, Adelaide tried their best to take on the mountain of a margin with Himmelberg and Schoenberg adding to the Crows, adding two Crows four in a row to start their fourth. But even as the Crow flies, his distance was too big to make up. Charles, Crown Prince of Carlton, Put the navy blue seal on the game, kicking five goals, uh, kicking goals five and six, and the crows were crippled by Paddy's efforts with thirty-five disposals and two goals himself. Carlton Blues, hundred sixteen. Adelaide Crows, sixty-eight. Ooh. Jesus. Of note, no Crips walking mentions in there. I've moved past it. Thank you. Yes. I also noticed there's a Crips <laughs> that plays for another team. And mm. I was gonna, I was gonna throw one in because I think you played for one of my my teams this week. Fair but, enough. Um, I restrained. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Not bad. Not bad. Also, I think possibly I may have seen Big Mackay is injured. now injured. Yes, from that game. Yes, that's correct. Um, the big man injuries continue. I can't remember what his injury was though. So uh, this fact session has been brought to you by not doing the research before bringing it up on the podcast. <laughs> Huge backline North Melbourne player injured also. Yeah, uh, was that against... Cannot remember name either. Oh, was that this week? Yeah. Oh, wait, just to add to the injury troubles of wow. big men. It's almost like... Perhaps the short of... man is striking back. Short kings. <laughs> sure. Stand up. <laughs> we all stay seated oh, as wait, we are, are. A, a, all above average height. Um, <laughs> the echo chamber once again proving itself to be accurate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not by a lot. No, we're above average. I think average is like below six foot, right? But above. I don't know. I don't know. Yes. But we're all like pretty reasonably normally proportioned though. It's bullshit. It's like if No like, freaks in this room, that's like, for sure. Like <laughs> give me give me six two, but give me six two with like the wingspan of a Seven foot five guy. Then well, I don't want my arms dragging on the ground, <laughs> but like, <laughs> yeah, like, like a gorilla. Give me like a couple inches more, because then like <laughs> I could probably the ball. get, I could probably get the ball over the over the hoop. Then at that point, without even trying to, could always do with a couple more inches. Give you a couple more inches of length. Uh, Mayhaps both Mackay brothers are out with knee injuries, oh. which leads to additional speculation <laughs> that. The Mackay brothers don't actually exist, and it's just one Mackay. Hence why they've <laughs> never versed each other. 
and you've never seen them in the same room. Mm. And now they're both conveniently out injured with a knee injury. Mm. Now, coincidence. Returning listeners will know that we take the piss quite often. But this is one of the more legitimate theories here on the pod. Broken clock is right twice a day. (laughs) (laughs) If we just keep saying stuff. (laughs) Look, Alex Jones is wrong a lot of the time, but he was right about a few things. The frogs, for example. The frogs, the frogs, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) The frogs. (laughs) It turned the frogs gay. (laughs) You gotta believe me. Oh, Lord. Well... The, you'll all be laughing when it comes out that he's been getting paid from two separate clubs to and pretending to be two <laughs> <Yeah>. different people. <laughs> he's getting bags on bags. Racks. Genius. Um, but side note with Mackay being out, maybe, you know, back Kerno for another bag of six plus. Perhaps, perhaps black, back Rockhampton or something. I don't know. <laughs> the far north Queensland jokes just keep rolling in hot and the boys keep loving them, clearly. <laughs> Alrighty, we've got uh, the week ahead, boys. I've got a couple takes here, just quickly. A couple. The boys, be, boys are going to get uh, boots on the ground, I think. Absolutely. At the Solarium for Golko Suns against Fremantle Dockers. Hopefully we can sink the Dockers. That'd be great. We have enough boys to paint Suns. We do, actually. We do. We do. I think our next goal after that would be enough to paint the Solarium on our bodies. <laughs> Welcome to the Gold Coast Solarium. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Welcome to Metricon Stadium. AKA. AKA. <laughs> quotation mark, the Solarium. Close quotation mark. Look, I wasn't counting, but that's a lot of bodies. <laughs> Commentary that, that might provided. Take up all the Gold Coast fans in the stadium. <laughs> Commentary provided by Storming the Beach, sponsored by Super Butcher. Um, I'd watch that So boots on the ground <laughs> That always helps the home team So Hoping to get around it uh, Stewie Jew Is coming up He doesn't have a contract extension yet So he's sort of on the hot seat A little bit um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That and the lining of his pants Is also on the hot seat <laughs> Oh no Testing the strength But uh, Yeah he, he needs to string some wins together Probably at least Three of the last of the next six games, he needs to win against like actual winnable games to to mm. do something. Mm. Um, another note of last week's results with the Suns getting up over the Swans. Another tally. Um, I'm happy to sacrifice one win from the Swans season total over that I've got a bet on and add it to the Suns one. So I'm happy with that result. We're now up to three. Okay. Hoping for six. We're living on a prayer. Whoa. And we're only, what, we're up to round nine, so we've got more than halfway to go. So, pretty happy with that. Uh, we're pretty much, what's that, a third of the way through the season, more or less. Slightly over a third, because 23 rounds. Yeah, So, yeah. I'll take that. Looking strong. Um, so, yeah, happy I'll, with I'll that. I'll allow you to be happy about that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the week ahead, <laughs> tips. We've so, got... While you've been given the spiel... Yes. I've been trying to get ESPN footy tips to not close itself and I had to resort to turning off my phone, turning it back on. It now works. Okay, well done. So well played. That was only, what, 10 minutes of everyone's life you just covered for. A valuable so thank time. You. Yeah, yep, yep, I appreciate yep. it. A very, very valuable insight. Thank God the NRL didn't start this evening because I forgot to put my tips in again. So I'm just I thought about you this afternoon and I was like, huh, look at that. NRL's not on 
until tomorrow because it's magic round. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, don't go to Brisbane this weekend. It's going to be a fucking shit show. Yobbo fest. Absolute <laughs> meatheadville this weekend. Um, <laughs> the Gold Coast is migrating north, if you will. Meet Vegas <laughs> up in Brisbane. <laughs> Wait, I'm not sure wait, if does the grass not get completely <laughs> brutalised? These games are actually all at Suncorp. They're not even playing somewhere else. They're all at Suncorp. Yeah, what other I've stadium been... would you play at in Brisbane? I don't know, dude. League? Like the training ground or something? The grass is going to get... Yeah, especially with the wet weather too. It's going to be absolute <clears throat> mincemeat by the end yeah, of it. Yeah, so Tigers uh, North Queensland is the last game. Yep. It's going to be disgusting. It's going to be terrible. Um... Wet weather, maybe bet the under in most games, mm. just quietly. Last year was good <laughs> because they tinkered the rules and had so many send-offs in Magic Round, so you just bet the over and all of them hit because <laughs> there was no defenders left on the field. <laughs> Wait, they have defenders. They're all listening the same line. There's no back line, mate. Well, there is a, there is a back line. They don't, they're, they're two-way players, all of them. Mm. Interesting. The sport continues to amaze yep. me. Um, but... <laughs> Of consideration, your yep. point that you made about Magic Round, yep, uh, I suppose from next year they may actually split between two stadiums out to um, Redcliffe Dolphins' home ground as well. Oh, yeah, true. Just really? north of Brisbane, given they're coming into the competition, so Is this they might as well. speculation? It's speculation, yeah. but I don't see why they wouldn't do it for a train line obvious ground, reasons. Ground purposes. Mm. There is a train line out there. Yeah, that'd probably be Towards fine. Redcliffe, so... Yeah, solid. Hmm. Right from Central Station. Yeah. It's a bit like... Um, the Suns COVID season Metricom was torn yeah. up I think they had four years worth of games on it in a year um, so yeah Sheesh. they had to had to keep shipping in turf and putting it down yep. every week so shout out to the to the ground staff out there yeah. our grassy boys couldn't do, do it without them the doing big, the Lord's the work the big bad botanists <laughs> <laughs> not bad <laughs> take it first game Marvel Stadium 7.50 p.m. on Friday the 13th. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> Collingwood, Western Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's all looking so good, right? Until, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, according to Matt, we should tip the Bulldogs by two goals because Collingwood <laughs> always loses by two. Not I'm a bad gonna, take. I'm going to do it. Do it. By precisely 12 points. I got the I got the doggies by twenty, which is my pretty Ooh. standard margin for the first round. Oh, okay, yeah. pretty average. Um, the the minivan's out with illness, actually. Oh, Ginevan. So ah. tough look for the pies. Ooh, in yeah, form. He's out. the he's the exciting one. Yep. So that's rough for them. <laughs> that's it. Uh, weightlifter Waitman is gone, so maybe drawing Definitely. less penalties, mm. less free kicks. Mm. Um, but. They do have Bontempelli back in. Big out for them last week. So, I think the doggies get it done. Cool, cool. Lock it in. Lock it in. Hawthorne, Richmond. Uh, I think it might be closer than the odds suggest. What's going on with the players? Because we've got Wingard, Mitch Lewis back in. Yeah, because Wingard was only sickness last week. Yes. Hmm. Um, And Mitch Lewis is back from like his week... Two or three situation yep. week three or four. Yep, actually, Richmond have Dion Prestier and Nick Vlosten back in, so two decent ends oh, okay. for them too. Where are they playing? Uh, MCG. Ooh, Saturday afternoon. Technically, um, all on home game. Mm. Yes, 
Um, firstly, money on Mitch Lewis, two plus goals probably, responsibly. Uh, yep. Returning forward, <laughs> but also, oh, actually, good matchup. Good. No, I was gonna say, oh, maybe, maybe not Wingard though. And. Maybe Ang singular goal. goal. It depends Multi where they juice, line perhaps. up. Depends where they line up because yeah. maybe maybe Jaeger goes back back more midfieldy and Wingard is maybe in the wall forward role or they keep everyone where they've been. So it's I, I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, good point. Uh, Wingard's been listed in forward pocket so far. Oh really? Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, put him on for one half forward. So bit of multi use for your boys. Be rude. Chuck on to. Tommy Lynch for Tommy Lynch. Three probably at least two. Yeah, <laughs> there'll be I don't know dollar ten odds for that because he have been kicking bags after bags mm. after bags. Um, but that being said, uh, he has to come up against Frost and Sicily, my boys. True, <laughs> my boys. Which is the matchup I was about to say that that might actually be pretty cool because uh, I, I think Sicily reads the game better than Tom Lynch does. So they've got a. That's a tough matchup, actually. Mm-hmm. Lynch, Martin, Rewalt. Ouch. Yeah. Against a decent back line. Sisley Frost. Day, mm. So, not Far terrible. Out. But, Pen- yeah. Maybe... In the in the pack, um, if they kick to a pack, Tom Lynch would win that. But if it's one-on-ones, I think I think Frost and Frost and Sisley take them. Mm. Yeah. But Dusty has a pretty mean fend. That's it. Maybe any time right, on Dusty. Seen, multi-juice. Seen the face on... Frost, mate, he will just grimace and get through that. But he doesn't give a shit. Dusty doesn't get high tackles called against him. Fact. <laughs> Straight <laughs> facts. <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, well, I've tipped Hawthorne because that's, that's the way it got to be, little Respectable. Darling. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I've tipped Richmond for this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm not mad about it. All right, down um, to... Uh, <laughs> this next game's a funny one. Down to Hobart. Uh-oh. We've got Port Adelaide versus North. Oh. Uh, Port Adelaide, what did we say? Three in a row now? Three wins in a row? On yeah. The See, four weeks ago. Finding a bit of form. This was an exciting match for North Melbourne. Four weeks ago, keep in mind. Oh, they're getting shit pumped this week. No Mackay, no Greenwood, <laughs> no Horn Francis. It's going to be an absolute bollocking. To Horn Francis, <laughs> uh, some sort of injury. Who else was that? He's, he's been rested because they know they're going to lose. Hugh <laughs> 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 Greenwood is in uh, COVID protocols. Who? Greenwood, Mackay, yep. and Mason. Horn Francis. No. Greenwood, Mason Greenwood. No, H- Huge Greenwood. Oh, oh. <laughs> is Larky Ooh. back? Uh, Larky is back in. Okay. So, wrap your lips around Suvlaki. So, hold on. We have a literal handful of outs and one in. And this might actually sway your idea here, Matt, or no? It's going to sway his idea. It's not swaying. Is is Sherry back? Uh, Do you have a phone? Yes. (laughs) Do you have the (laughs) AFL app? Also, yes. Uh, No, he's not on the team list. But, more importantly... um, it's Port. They're going to win, I thought. They're amped up, Power. Yeah. Oh. Say <laughs> <laughs> that to the bank for next week. Yeah, calm down, boys, <laughs> with your jokes. That's one That's one for you, though, Matt. You do the North games, yeah. so tuck that one away, bud. There's a freebie for you. 
Keep it change. Six twenty-five. Things are coming. Not bad. It's not bad odds, but they're probably right. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, safely lock port before we move on to Marvel Stadium. I think North win easy by at least five goals. Well, then you'll be very pleased with the line of plus thirty-seven and a half. That's the world's easiest cover for you, then. <laughs> Imagine if they win now. Cheers. Huge. Saints Geelong. Um, I tossed and turned over this game this afternoon when I was put my tips in. Mm. Either way, I'm going to be wrong because it's a St. Kilda game. Can't tip them. Can't tip against them. Yeah, so who have you the tipped? The Calgary sorry? Flames of the AFL. Yes. I've tipped <laughs> the Geelong Cats. So going by that. I will have to tip St. Kilda. You should tip St. Kilda. My mate at work tips St. Kilda, so we're going to split the tip either way. (laughs) (laughs) Who does Geelong have in their... They don't have have someone as immense as big big Stevie May down back, do they? Stevie May. Blitzarves, maybe? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's on Max King. He's your key back. True. Guthrie down back who's medium oh, Tom Stewart no, is okay. decent take it down all back. there too I'm tipping Geelong yeah um, th- as far I as thought... guys versus dudes uh, Geelong has more guys on their list than St Gilda does um, I mean St Gilda did play well they did um, for periods of last week's game yeah uh, Selwood's back so take uh, the Geelong free kicks over if that's a market. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he's returning, so put him on for a goal. Yep. I don't like it. I don't like it, but... <laughs> but <laughs> them's the rules. the logic. <laughs> um, so, we both picked along. Interesting. All right. Sydney Essendon is Sydney for me. Uh, hands down Sydney for me <laughs> yeah what a surprise that didn't is didn't even have to think about it um, big in Tom Hickey Ruckman for Sydney coming back oh, from a knee injury that bloke's got to be doing something because he comes back from knee injuries quicker than anyone else on the planet he's well, got to be on some HGH or something given that you've that you've just said he comes back from knee injuries with also, an S like plural knee injuries maybe he's doing something all wrong that's what I'm thinking uh, some guys sometimes the big guys are just unlucky. Last season he was ruled out for ten weeks and came back in three. He's getting some Joe Rogan juice in him or something like that. Some of that sweet sweet HGH. Yikes. Um, also, not as much this season, mm. but Tom Hickey last year was a sneaky anytime goal kicker, won a game sort of guy. Mm. So and he's returning. And he's returning. The stars are aligning, so he's going to have to get some juice on him. So you've Hickey heard it here goals. first. All right, given that there's about 2,700 people returning this week in the AFL. I reckon we do there's going to be a, a returning goal kicker in every mold. game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, It'd be rude not to. Rude it really to. would be rude Can't not afford to. not to. Imagine if that pays off. Jeez, well, what do you mean, Imagine. We'll put well, it hasn't happened yet, so I still have to imagine. I was going to say we'll put our $3.50 of podcast value on it. <laughs> Mate. But I lost that on Liverpool. <sighs> oh, that's right. Yeah, it wasn't to win the league, sorry. It no, was it, was, they, to, it yeah. was to beat Tottenham, yeah. and they drew Tottenham. one all. 
Tottenham hot shit. The hot Spurs. Yeah. Yep. All right. Their official Let's team stop name. getting distracted. The, the hot garbage Spurs took our $3.50, so now we're going to have to crowdfund our next multi for the boys. Get amongst Subscribe it. to the Patreon for feet picks. Forward slash Storm in the Beach. Buy us a beer and we'll put it on multi bet. I'm not drinking at the moment, so I'll just take the cash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Send cash to PayPal.me. <laughs> Um, I know it was a couple of talking points ago, but allegedly they're rushing Hipwood back from injury for this game. Yes, from ACL yep. from last season. Um, I don't know why you would. I get you know. Um, supposedly I'll, someone went off injured. Oh, that's right. McStay was out injured McStay, last after yep. um Danaher got injured. Yeah, so they're, well. they're worried about having a larger presence. Oh, he's officially in. Forward. Yeah, he's officially in. He's on the on the list. So, I mean, he's been out since around 17, I believe, last season. So, he's so due. He's due, probably. <laughs> um, he's due for a couple goals, given he's going to be the only big man down there. He's going to be the target. Yeah. Um, Which also means, uh, I mean, probably you'd put him on for any time goal scorer anyway, but Charlie Cameron is going to be picking up a lot of crumbs. Yes. Because his hand-eye coordination, Mr. Hipwood, is just, he's just got, got to get warmed up again, you know? Yeah, true, true. <laughs> he's got to be dropping he, a bunch. He's also not noted as like the big clunker of that team either. He no. does spill a few crumbs. So, yeah. old Charlie could hoover a few he up He does quite miss easily. a few sitters as well. Yeah. Uh, kicks in front-wise, so. Yes. Um, Anytime point scorer, lock him in. <laughs> just to clarify, I did mean behind. Fair not, enough. Yeah, yeah. Not, not a goal or an assist in ice hockey. <laughs> Points. Okay, fair enough. Um, Adelaide swung the axe with a bunch of omissions. Uh, no one massively of note. Maybe the Ruckman, that's about it. But he's not anything special. Um, I'm taking the Lions, even yeah. at Adelaide. Yeah, I'm taking that. Um, and then the next game has boots on the ground, boots which the ground. isn't factored into these odds. <laughs> um, so that is a problem for betting companies because we're going to absolutely fleece them this weekend. Um, money on the Suns. We're going to take them to the cleaners here. Money on the Suns. Boots on the ground at the at the probably very shady solarium because I think we're forecast for rain on the weekend. But that's in our favour. So, if, if you perhaps own a poncho company or a rain jacket company, we set are up. indeed looking for donations. Yep. And set up out the front of Metrocom Stadium as well. <laughs> don't, even, don't even bother with a licence for... Being a vendor at the game or whatever, no, no. There's not that many cops watching just, your every move at a football game these no. days. Just show up. Just, just start up. scalping ponchos. The cops the need ponchos too. They do as well. To be fair, so hmm. perhaps get them on the payroll. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so yeah, wet weather footy going to be close. I think the Suns pull it out at home. Um, just looking at the the ins here. Oh, they were training on. Met- at, at, like on the main ground on today main as well Yep. in the pouring rain yep main session on the main deck how good in the wet it's gonna be sick they're mm-hmm. gonna be ready for it I'm so excited yep <laughs> uh, and we're definitely off kick to kick on the ground afterwards right if we're allowed on oh yeah we won't be allowed on will we if it's yeah if it's on. too wet we won't be Damn allowed it. on but we were allowed on after the Brisbane game and it did rain during that game too yeah it was only light drizzle I think the yeah. gonna be muddy yeah um Lukosius out injured, which is unfortunate. No. Uh, but big notable in on the list. Obviously, Noah Anderson in the middle. That's going to be huge. But Sam Day. 
I get around this bloke anytime goal scorer anytime is on the list. Wait, like actually, hmm. he's been he's, AFK for a while. He's right? been on the outer a little bit, <laughs> so he's returning. Uh, and we've got stupid, sexy Flanders has made the ins list as well. Sam Flanders. So this could be a good time. But what, yeah, what Sam, a champion. Sam Day anytime goal scorer on the list. Um, oh, Michael Fredericks in for Frio though. He's uh, pretty explosive. Pretty good. Pretty tall. Rory Lobb, pretty good. Pretty tall. Oh, wait. Hold on, though. Swit- 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 uh, your bloody... Switkowski. Fake diamonds or whatever. Yep. <laughs> and the and the the berry company are both out. Um, O'Driscoll. O'Driscoll's berries. Yep. True. <laughs> um, Frio. True. Um, Frere's Ruckman has been very good. Mm. Jared Witts is a very good Ruckman for the Gold Coast Suns. Frere are a very tall team. But guess what? It's going to be wet, so no one's going to be fucking taking marks. It's going to be all played on the ground. Ball's going to be heavy, dude. Ben Ainsworth, anytime goal scorer, as a small fella. Um, How small? Pretty, mm. pretty small. Yeah, um, okay. Six five, at least. <laughs> Pro- probably. <laughs> Tiny, dude. Um, old Cholly isn't going to mark the ball because he can't mark in the dry, <laughs> but he could kick one off the ground again quite easily because he loves doing that. Yeah, all right, Penaldo. Um, Tap yeah. it in. So, boots on the ground, house responsibly on the Gold Coast Suns. I'm taking them straight up head-to-head at the line. I don't care what the number is. I'm taking it. Um, a friendly reminder that if you are going to get boots on the ground this weekend, don't go the footy pie. Go the sausage roll. Absolutely. Market research has indicated that the sausage roll is far superior to the to the 4 and 20 pie. <laughs> Straight facts. I think they're Mrs. Max these days. I think they were, weren't they? Were I they? I don't think they were four and twenty. They're fucking garbage, is what they are. Yeah, <laughs> straight facts. <laughs> Lukewarm, average meat. No option for cheese and bacon. Oh. Shit time. They're like hockey pucks. That was so cold. <laughs> <laughs> it legit was. You know when you're looking around, you just bought pies for the boys, and you're like, oh, did I get the one bad one? That's it. I got the one that was sitting on top of the pie warm and not in it. <laughs> yeah, but then you look down and everyone's got the same fucking look on their face. Yeah, everyone, face. everyone else is looking around and you're like, oh, shit. <laughs> they forgot to turn it on, didn't they? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just let them defrost right out of the freezer. Oh, well, it was defrosted at least, so that's a positive, I guess, for them. It was somewhat edible. Yeah. No nutrition value, somewhat edible. Straight through me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh Giants in Leon Cameron's farewell game is send-off at home against Carlton. Giants slight favourites. Given that at home is approximately 2,500 people, I don't... (laughs) Home ground doesn't matter too much. Yeah, it does not matter at all. Um, But also, the Giants played pretty shocking football last week. They were garbage. They were hot garbage last week. They were terrible. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just switching over there. Like Harry Mackay obviously out for the Blues. George Hewitt begin in the middle for the Blues. Jack Martin out. Jack Martin, you know, we pissed him off from the Suns because he wasn't any good anyway. So it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sticking with the Blues. I think the odds Man. are wrong. I'm going to take the Blues head to head as well at two dollars and eight cents. Um, it just seems wrong. Uh, the Giants could get up for the coach. To be fair, but. Mm. I don't Based think last they week. have that kind of emotional <laughs> like Attachment. drive. Drive yeah. for that one, yeah. Like, yeah, they've been with him for a while, but I don't think 
They don't and have the like mum. They the might be good mates with him. Yeah, they don't have the mentality at all. No, um, Espe- like especially when you see uh, what like season last season and the season before with Cornelio just like underperforming as captain. Yes, it's mm. like if you had emotional attachment to the side and to to everyone, like you'd think being a leader would would drive you. Um. But unfortunately, it didn't work out for him. And I don't think it's going to work out for them this weekend. No, I reckon the Giants might go into full-on tank mode for the rest of the season and get try oh. and go for early draft pick. They've only got two wins so far. They're down there in 15th. So, you know, equal uh, second last um, above North Melbourne and West Coast, obviously, mm. with one win each. Um, only above Essendon on percentage by and 0.6%. Uh, yeah, they might go full tank and just start choking it and trade away some players what and try and take the take the good picks away from north yeah mm. yep good yeah, strategy early prediction so either way tip Galton this week I think I'll allow it given that I've done the same thank you <laughs> um, this next game is a tough one last game of the round a lot currently of this $19 one. for West Coast to win Holy at home smokes. against Melbourne Yep, so it's over in Optus Stadium. Mm-hmm. But West Coast start terrible. They're dog shit. Um, of note, uh, I would think... I don't think Melbourne's played in Optus um, yet this season. So their last game would have been the grand final win last year over in Optus Stadium. So pretty decent form at the ground. Um, <laughs> <laughs> minus uh, 60 and a half points for those looking at the line. Could be worth a shout. Might be a drubbing as well. Um, but yeah, I, I can't take the Eagles here. I don't think you should take the Eagles for the rest of the season. Yep. Um, uh, Eagles do have a big in. Huge Dixon. <laughs> Taking all the content for next week already. <laughs> <laughs> but, hear me out. The Demons have their whole team that they played with last week. <laughs> Yeah, look, I was just looking at the ins and out for the demons, and there's no one of note on it. There no, is no one that I recognise. Medical, so. no. medical sub out, singular medical sub out, and the handful of ins. So I don't know how the math works on that. They'll drop sub from the interchange, I guess. Well, yeah, but like but, I'm just you know. yeah, no one of note in and out. No, so yeah, this could be a, a boost of the percentage sort of game, plus the win. I'm going to put it on a significant boost of percentage. What's the line at at the moment? Uh, minus sixty and a half points. Yeah, it's a, it's going to, it's going above that. I think they cover that. To be honest, yeah. Is that I, the official punter phrasing. They cover the line. Yes. Okay. Yep. Yes, I sir. think they're going to fill in the line, build a wall on it, <laughs> build guy. a house on the next fucking side of it. They're going to cover the shit out of it. Hundred plus win Ooh. margin. <laughs> Fuck it. I wouldn't be surprised at this point. I wouldn't be surprised, especially with the with the numbers their midfield was getting last week. I think put up um, big numbers last week. The ball is definitely going to be in the right areas for them to kick things. So, <laughs> uh, house on it, comfortably. Plus. Nah, I don't know. Nah, I, I, I they're going to cover that line easily. It, it's it's tough for any sports team in any code to generally completely fucking blow out another team. It is, but says, it happens in AFL. Yes, it's awkward when the North supporter says that. <sighs> well, they lost by 50 in the past three weeks. Well, this week was like 80-something, right? So, I think 50 is NBA is 20. 
So no, but it's like see, see the thing is in AFL if there was going to be but a it game happens more often where the hundred it does it does a game where the hundred plus happens this season this is the game yes fair um, fair for a hundred um, plus win on sports bet at the moment mm. negative ninety nine and a half on the on the all, pick your own all line. I'm saying whether it's player mentality emotion feeling bad for the other team there's a point where you just can't play as physically hard as you probably would like to or usually do when you're winning a game by 80 points, for example. Yeah, but the Demons know what it feels like to be bad. Oh. They do. They've been to the bottom. The ugly fat kid. Yeah. yeah. Getting absolutely fucking shredded for summer, dude. They, they listen to Drake <laughs> every week. That Started <laughs> from the bottom. That's now we're here. Check us out. Crying in their feelings. (laughs) If Richmond can beat West Coast two weeks ago by 109 points, Melbourne might beat them by 200. I completely forgot that happened. (laughs) You've completely swayed me. That was without dustpan as well. Uh, Yep. Tom Lynch kicked seven goals, five. (laughs) For anyone wondering. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, all right. So you've convinced me. And right. and the highest tiger highest tigers player only got thirty one touches in that game. So, fuck. Uh, they're gonna smash that line. Negative ninety nine and a half on sports bet is currently five dollars sixty. When Richmond played West Coast, they weren't. He's they weren't right now as we speak. They weren't oiled. They weren't oiled. That was at Optus <laughs> Stadium too. They got embarrassed at home by the Tigers. I think you should be betting on attendance at this game. Oh, that would be a tricky one, actually, because West Coast obviously pull a good crowd. Yeah, but do you want to see this game? You probably don't. Mm. Although we may have a few Melbourne convert fans from the grand final left over in Perth. Imagine that. (laughs) So, comfortably put the house on perhaps Big Ben, not really Brown, Getting, I don't know, 27 goals. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. That's Is this it. This the 1930s. <laughs> no one kicks that, that many anymore. It's, re- it's called hyperbole, mate. Look it up. All right. Hyperbole. Hyperbole, if you will. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's going to be ridiculous. Um, <laughs> bloodbath. And I am falling to pieces. Should we uh, lock lock Melbourne in and move on to our next segment? I reckon. Yes. All right. What have we got? We're gonna need a refresher. Uh, Other sport news. What a good name for a segment. (laughs) It means we can leave it open for any sort of sponsorship and then name it around that. True. Um, Looking for a Marvel Stadium kind of deal with this segment, Matt? Can you? <laughs> Open your fucking eyes properly, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, all right, so uh, touch on the NBA, not the Biscuit Association, the basketball. We're all biscuited out. All biscuited out for now. We'll be back. Um, I won't go into actual NBA yet. I'm going to go to Keelan and his interaction with NBA superstar oh. Josh Giddy. Ooh. Here on the GC. Over to you. So, I was convinced to uh, attend Foot Locker Pacific Fair to meet the great Josh Giddy. Uh, he was doing a little meet and greet situation there. 
shaking hands of fans, signing things. I didn't have anything to get signed. Um, Dog act, by the way, because I have a Josh Giddy jersey. Yeah, could have so notified me. I could have. I didn't realize how much of a big Josh Giddy fan you were. Uh, big fan. I was stoked when he got drafted by my Oklahoma City Thunder. Yep. Shout out Sam Presti. Yep. Biggest OKC Goat fan GM. in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, Quite possibly. So, yeah, I do apologize. It's okay. That's okay. But I wanted to stand out <laughs> I'll get the him crowd. to sign it when I sit courtside. <laughs> when, when we win big on this 100-plus Melbourne win this week. <laughs> Huge. So, man, man is meeting and greeting tons of people. Yep. I don't want to be tons of people. I want to be the bloke that he may may remember if I'm lucky. Yep. So I hit him with scissors, paper, rock. Mm-hmm. We scissor. You you both scissored off the bat. Yep. <laughs> Interesting. Keep the trend alive from the podcast, though. Yep. We always triple scissor here at the podcast, mm-hmm. and I scissor Josh Giddy. Excellent. Facts. And then I hit him with round two. Very worried about time. At this point, because they are really Russian people. Yeah, I bet. Um, And I beat Josh Kitty. It says Paper Rock. Nice. Yeah. I believe it was a Paper Rock situation. Um, So if that influences anyone else's Josh Kitty, says Paper Rock situations in future. His second move, likely Rock. Hit him with the scissor first up and try and get a dual scissor. Force Mm. out. Because the joke there is just too good at that point. And then force out the Rock. Yeah, um, he's a Dwayne, he, if you will. Yeah, and then probably, cover him in paper mache. Probably pretty alpha character, so yeah, go rock. Offensively minded. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, but then they were doing airdrop giveaways, so sucked in all the Android users on site because I don't think they were any of them were getting any bloody airdrops to their phones, were they? That's kind of brutal. Yeah. Um, and oh, we were, we were that, like, that's oh, should we brutal, stick around? Brutal, especially given the NBA playoffs are sponsored by Google Pixel as the leading sponsor. So the marketing okay. material they put plans. out said you could do it NBA on your right? Android, but I I'll, but like I've never been able to airdrop to an Android, and Homicide only had a iPhone that he was airdropping from. Mm. So I don't know what the deal was. Fair enough. Mm. It's not on Foot Locker though. They they put out that you could have an Android. Okay, so, interesting. <laughs> um, Foot Locker greater than Hype Much better shoe store now Big fan of Foot Locker <laughs> I've never heard of Hype in my life Oh, you don't buy enough sneakers mm, fair. Um, Yeah, I'm not much of a sneakerhead To be honest That's fair I buy shoes and then I wear them into the ground <laughs> And then I buy another pair Yeah, I'm currently at the into the ground <laughs> stage With my shoes <laughs> um, Yes, yeah, so they were airdropping things uh, And I was lo- lucky enough to get airdropped A pair of uh, cool grey Jordan 11s Signed they Quite weren't signed at the time. Oh, nice. And they did a couple more giveaways and then security's like, all right, Mr. Giddy's leaving. And Will pulls out the, no, Josh, Josh, signed the shoes, dude. And Josh Giddy's like, yeah, I'll show him the shoes. Yeah, he walks sick. over and he signs the shoes. I was like, wow. Nice. What a guy. Yeah, pretty good. What pretty a guy. Good. Yeah. So, God bless. Hmm. Moment of stardom. Nice. Working nine to five is uh, for suckers confirmed. Yep. yep, pretty much. Yeah, that's set. Work uh, part time and you get to meet NBA stars and win hundreds of dollars worth of prizes. <laughs> Maybe even priceless, depending on how big Josh Giddy gets in the NBA. Straight facts. Gonna yep. get hovering shoe holder. Put one of them in there. You know, be sick. <laughs> I'll be the coolest guy in this room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, excellent. Well, good for you. 
Happy for you. Bro, you're the one that put it in the outline. I did not put it in the outline. You well, just alley-ooped me big flex. I think And I made the most of the opportunity. It's notable. Yeah. Um, maybe next time you meet him, can you just whisper in his ear to listen to Storm at the Beach podcast? And well, I wasn't going to let quick, him know quick shout to out. listen to our unreleased podcast, <laughs> given that we haven't released an episode yet. Well, that's what I said next time. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, next you got time his number and everything, out. obviously, so... Well, you don't lose to someone that says paper rock in public and like not ask him for a rematch. So we've got something scheduled. Yep. Yep. Um, Obvi- coming yeah. Coming up. An official uh, sanctioned rematch. <laughs> he is he is out and about around the country for basketball camps and stuff. Yes. I was um, aware he was doing basketball camps. I didn't realise he was doing Yeah, so when he's oh, when yeah. he's back when he's back, Gold Coast Brisbane, we're hitting up the scissors paper rock again. How good. Um but it's gonna be more of a little private thing this time, you know, a little sit down. No cameras. Um, no cameras, yeah. Just, you know, us in the game. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Uh, so, officially, the Joker has won the MVP in the NBA. How good. Maddie, thoughts? Well-deserved. I think so, too. Man is big. He's big. Man, <laughs> man does bowl. <laughs> He's a big fella. He um, Gross understatement. Carried the Nuggets this season on his back. Completely by himself. Second and third best player for the Nuggets. Injured practically all season. Carried them over the Colorado Rockies. <laughs> over the Serbian Balkans. Uh, early exit from the playoffs, unfortunately. But what can you do? He's only yeah, and man. Not surprising. Not honestly. surprising. Against Golden State, I believe. Yeah, Formidable confirm. opponents. Uh, Jokic is just phenomenal. He's just... I don't know. I don't want to drag on too much about it, but it genuinely feels like he will just will anything he wants to happen will happen. Yep. I think I honestly believe he could score seventy points a game if he wanted to. He shoots something like seventy or eighty percent from the field most games. From uh, however they say it, freaking all points or something, mid close threes. Mm-hmm. If he wants to, I believe in the Golden State game in their final game. Sadly, the early departure. Mm. I think he scored twenty eight points in the final quarter, something like that. His Ooh. bag is full of tricks. <laughs> it He's is. got a lot of tricks. He has a lot of stuff yeah. going on. He has and a lot not of tricks. just his size either. He's got a big mm. bag. Yeah, yeah, big bag, big man. I Good think if uh, if he was not to have won it, I don't know. Confirms the award is meaningless in yep. my opinion. If he did not have one, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. cool, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know who even comes close there to him in terms of being the most valuable player in the game. There's a lot of arguments in the comments of that graphic I sent, mm. um, saying, "Oh, they left the playoffs early. Why does he deserve it?" And I don't. Funny, I, enough, I think that's a silly argument. Funny enough, idiots. It's a regular season award. Yep. Yep. If your guy that you want to win it is still in the playoffs. There's a final MVP. He can go mm-hmm. get, go win that one. But and I mean, also even that, it's like it doesn't matter if you win the thing, you can still be the most valuable player on, you know, a not as great team. Exactly. No, I've hated it's about more, your impact. I've hated, you, you need the rings. <laughs> <laughs> I've hated more recently how it's been the best player on the best team, and it's like that's not what the award means. There was a surprising amount of people arguing for LeBron getting MVP. Shout out Aaron Baines, Australian. 
better than Jokic. Has two rings. He does have two rings. <laughs> it's just facts. Ooh. Two rings for the king. Ring-a-ding-ding. Really, though? LeBron James? Yeah, there was all... Oh, it's just, I think it's just fanboys at that point. He polls no. and vote in the MVP voting. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, to, to be fair, he isn't very good, but... You say he isn't? He is very okay, good. Okay. Yeah. No, Sorry, I, I dead set thought you said isn't. Wouldn't Sorry. be mad if he had won it. <laughs> yeah, like, he was the the most steady person on the yeah. Lakers all season. Well, yeah. Um, Practically carrying that team also, but... You know, garbage. Yeah. Injured himself. <laughs> um, On purpose. Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, shout out the Joker. Super consistent performer as well. Yeah. Just ridiculously yeah. consistent. Steady Eddie sort of guy. <laughs> um, that puts him as back-to-back winner. Yeah, it does. Sure it does. You mentioned it, which is the it graphic does. I sent earlier. And that puts him in a very rare class of... Well, amongst a very crazy group of players, right? Mm-hmm. Including... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, etc. I forget the rest because <laughs> I'm still opening my phone. Uh, Jordan, LeBron, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Steph Curry probably. Steph was on there, I think. Really? Uh, yeah, LeBron, LeBron's on those. there twice. Yes. Is back it, back he back robbed back. Russ? Yes. <sighs> Steph Curry robbed Russ one of those years, which Russ should have been on the list. For Typical. Magic Johnson. Imagine scoring a, a uh, triple-double average for you know the second season in a row and mm. it not being acknowledged at all as 150 being games straight valuable. <laughs> doesn't matter yeah stat batting probably three points yeah, mate. Yeah. anyone could do it really mm. yeah 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 that's it that's it Giannis Steve Nash you know mm-hmm. pretty good group of people Will decent. Chamberlain decent um, into I guess the current playoff series so, results from today. Um, mm. Memphis whooped on the Warriors <laughs> without yeah. Ja Morant. Mm. Whooped on them. They've got plenty of experience playing without him from the regular season. Better without Ja. Arguably. Mm. So, that series is now 3-2 Jaws to Golden so State. athletic, though, dude. He is insane. <laughs> I guess hope he's not the modern-day D-Rose and gets injured. Mm. Mm. I think a lot of people think that. Oh, that's a... Very cold take. Every everyone I hear talking about John Morant brings up D Rose. Yep. Yeah. For um, good reason. It's yeah. inevitable. It's a train speeding towards the bend at five hundred miles an hour. Oh, we've totally covered this before. Hey, I'm pretty sure I said the same thing, unless we were talking about someone else. Where it's like, nah, sports science has come further. We did talk about this. How yeah. is it has training com- to fall? It has yeah. come further. Yes, it has come further. But hence why we have a bunch of fucking forty-year-olds. At the top of their professional sports, still twenty yep. years later in the league, the yeah. nu- nutrition as well, um, mm. very important for mm-hmm. for injuries. Um, yep, yep. No inflammatories, the TB12 method. No, no onion, the no Tom garlic. Brady's. Yeah, no chili. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how that's. I feel like that might be pulling strings a bit. It's also depending. Tom Brady hater. No, if you if you blanket copy him, <laughs> no. everyone is different. Is the point I'm yeah, going yeah, yeah. for? So I think the. the the better option is to trial and error with your own team of oh. nutritionists, etc. I believe he got offered a $300 million US deal to be sports analyst on Fox Sports yep. just, just ten, recently. Ten-year deal, which is worth more than the amount of money he's made in the past 20 <laughs> years in the NFL. Normally, I'd like to avoid reading out memes on the podcast, but... Verbal meme? It is a text meme, so it's fine. He's going to do it. Tom Brady... 
I love my kids. I'm retiring to spend more time with them. Actually, I'm going to go play for two more years, but after that, I promise kids I'm all yours. Fox Sports, here's $375 million to talk about football for 10 years. Tom Brady, fuck them kids. <laughs> Fair. The craziest thing is, A, he doesn't need the money. No, God no. B, his family doesn't need the money because he's married to a billionaire heiress, so she has more money than he does. So here's the thing, right? 10 generations down. If none of them, work, they won't have to work. Mm. No, God no. It's about the long game. They yeah, wouldn't have had to work already. Tom Brady's not a not a short sighted man. <laughs> <laughs> he reads the game in full. I mean, four mo- quarters. Based on most of his passes, I would beg to differ. I like this theory. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a long ball kind of thrower. He's a check down. Yeah. Okay. That. <laughs> I, I. What you know what I meant time wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. It was pretty <laughs> <Your> obvious. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, that's interesting. Yeah, the Brady legacy. Yeah, it's going to be immense. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know, maybe he'll donate to charity or something. Or I don't know, the Jackie Chan. Ooh, big move. Fuck you, kids. <laughs> <laughs> you get nothing. <laughs> you got to work hard for it, like I did. Exactly. <laughs> Dad, please. Just a little bit, Lord. <laughs> maybe just a laptop bag. <laughs> Twenty dollar laptop bag. Too much. <laughs> It'll make you weak. <laughs> Carry your laptop like a real man. <laughs> exactly. Um, back to the NBA. I'd love Sorry. to see like a best of 21 series between the Warriors and the Grizzlies. It's, I could watch this series all day, every day. It's a it's good a game series. of Pong going it's on. It's so petty that it's hilarious. It's such a good viewing experience. <laughs> Do you see um, Draymond get tangled up with Steve Adams today? No, did he kick him in the nuts again like he is one to do? No, but he did the freestyle like over him. Oh, like, yeah. Draymond's coming coming back out towards the top. and That's not easy to do. Stephen Adams is seven feet tall. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he gets the arms up and over him or whatever. And Mr. Stephen Adams is just kind of standing there because neither of them have the ball. It's yep. up fucking somewhere else at this point. No Absolutely. one's watching yep. the ball realistically because there's blokes on blokes on this end. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, so basically Draymond falls into him and does a freestyle or whatever and the foul gets called against Stephen Adams for just standing there, dude. Sounds about right. Stephen Adams is genuinely scary. He's massive. Because he's a nice guy. He's a great guy. But he has that special level of strength very few human beings have. Like, like, like very human strength, not just like I'll lift a lot of weight, but is actually yeah, like otherworldly, very useful yes. strength. Yeah. yeah, he's got like farmer strength. Yeah, yes. but in a seven foot tall body, so he's like mm. the modern day Paul Bunyan. There's, <laughs> per, there's fit people, strong people, gym goers. You got your Brian Shaws and stuff. Stephen Adams could crush people's heads, like yeah. cherry tomatoes. Yeah, perhaps with one hand, but he doesn't. No, he but he could not to, and yeah. he also plays Aquaman in his spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I have to shrink him right down. <laughs> um, I'm conflicted with Draymond Green because he plays hard and he loves the game, mm-hmm. and there'll always be respect for someone so passionate that loves the game, plays that hard. But he is the dirtiest player in the yep. NBA right now. Yeah, the commentators absolutely are as. Um, as he got the foul called against Mister Mister Stephen Adams, um, was like, "Yep, Draymond's the veteran. 
he knows the where the, where the referees are looking. They're not going to call that against him. <laughs> and I'm just saying, like that. Yeah, of course. I mean, I it, I guess. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah, after the blowout, three uh, two to the Warriors. Uh, but mm. I'd I could watch this all day. This series, <laughs> it's great. Um, Bucks hung on to beat the Celtics today, three two in that series. Mm. Going back to Milwaukee, very intense last two minutes. Very that lasted about matchup. half an hour at that point as yep. well. <laughs> Welcome to the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> got to fit your ads in somewhere. Um, I think Miami's going to tidy it up with their next game against Philly back at home. Three two in that series already. And Phoenix leading 3-2 against Dallas. So, mm. we'll square with the series mm. scores in the conference semis. So, decent. Decent. Competitive basketball. We like it. That's it. My um, <laughs> Unlike our game on Tuesday night. Where we smoked the other team. Even I hit a three-pointer. So, that puts us at two weeks in a row for unlikely three-point scorers. Given that it was me last week and now you this week. Yes. So, Maddie, I'm going to be one for one on the season from three-point attempts, just so people know. <laughs> it's a good way to end. <laughs> Go out on top. Matt, I need you to hit one next week. I'm sorry. Yeah, in a pool That's a tall week. ask. Well, you are a tall man. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was... Shocker. That was a low blow. Shocker. Thanks. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, anyway. Alrighty. Uh NHL still going on. I'm pumped for that. You're pumped. I'm carrying on. Um, I'm jacked. <laughs> heard me earlier how mad I am at the fucking Edmonton Oilers because they suck nuts somehow. It um, hurts. It, as a fan of the game, watching Connor McDavid, generational talent, one of the most phenomenal players, genuinely like watching a magician on ice. It, it's sad. It's like him. having LeBron James. On your team and getting bounced in the first round. <laughs> LeBron James so sits that- on the bench after playing 30 consecutive minutes. They concede 70 points. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in three minutes. It doesn't make sense. It physically shouldn't be able to happen, but it does. So do the Kings get all their goals late, did they, actually? Uh, the Oilers actually came back. They were up early, the Kings. Oh, okay. Um, they went up... What did they get up to? 3-1. Mm. McDavid scored a goal. Uh, Kings went up 4-2. McDavid set up Drysaddle to score a goal. Short-handed against the power play. McDavid set up Drysaddle again uh, on their power play to make it 4-4 into overtime. And then uh, the Oilers couldn't clear it in the first two minutes of overtime and um, McDavid got blown by because he was tired from defending for two minutes straight because he couldn't get off the ice and the guy just went around him and moved right in front of the net and just beat the goalie rip yeah mm. so that's pretty rough um otherwise my other future's on Carolina Hurricanes and St. Louis Blues looking decent <laughs> so far uh as I said comeback Cats got a win so they're up 3-2 in their series against the Capitals also future looking good there um Flames are up 3-2 in their series against the Stars 3-2 there as well so future's on that looking decent too um, outside of that, EPL getting down to the wire. As we mentioned, Liverpool lost us three dollars fifty um, this week by drawing. By drawing, bloody Tottenham. Um, Man City had a huge five-one win this morning. Mm. 
to keep <laughs> that little lead in hand and uh, and add to have a goal huge differential. goal difference. Um, what's the goal difference? I think it's like five. Oh no, the goal difference is seven. Oh yeah. Yikes. Um, so you hate to see it, but also Kevin De Bruyne is such a lovely down-to-earth man. So when he scores four goals for Man City, I'm like, well, up with four when I at least the score, it was Kevin. Three, I was like, holy moly. <laughs> um, in an interview afterwards, Michael Owen goes, yeah, so like you're right-footed and whatever. How'd you get so good with your left foot? And he's like, well, we used to, I used to play football with my friends in the park. And I can't do a Belgian accent, so I'm doing this weird English one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he, he was like, yeah, they were mad that I was beating them all the time with my right foot. So they made it so I could only shoot with my left. And then so I went home and practiced with my left <laughs> and became as good with his left as yeah. with his right. Yeah, unlucky for everyone else. He's now pretty good with his left. Yeah, he's, he's five-star weak foot on FIFA. So, it's got to stand for something. Decent. <laughs> He's active. Four goals and a yellow card this morning. Well, I didn't see the yellow card. Me actually. neither. I'm just checking it now. Um, He's the king of scoring within the first 10 minutes as well, just quietly. De Bruyne. Well, the way they come through as well, they overload quite hard up the top and then he'll just like... Whoop, whoop. And it just makes it look so easy. Yep. You're like, how, how did you not defend against that? And you're like, oh... They've had 17 people just run through our four back. <laughs> no worries. Um, yep, so um, maybe Liverpool's sights are set on the Champions League final a bit more than the... Well, FA Cup this weekend. FA Cup 2. Um, which is big game against Chelsea. Uh, but, I mean, we beat them in the Carabao Cup, so why would we not beat them in the FA Cup? You know... Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. It's quick maths. The math checks out. Are Liverpool still in contention for the APL? They're not I mean, out of it yet. Technically, City have not won it yet. Hmm. Um, it's only th- so it's three points difference. If City lose and Liverpool win, it'll be even. It'll be oh, even. Well, City will be up on goal difference. Yeah. Well, depending on how these last games go. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few. Of course. Um, What's there? Two or three. So two maybe left. Aston Villa batted Liverpool like seven toe like last season or whatever. So if they could just do that final game of the season against City, that'd be so sick. Just pull that out. That would be great. Please. Um, Liverpool have Southampton to play. I believe that is their next game after the FA Cup final. And then they've got Wolves as well. And Wolves. Uh, and Wolves got Wolves got batted this morning. Yeah, mm. City. Um, so you know, if they could pull the same as well that'd be great yeah that'd be nice uh, but after that we may just like channel any emotional distress into hopefully whacking the shit out of Real Madrid that'd be nice that'd be so good um, they've won enough <laughs> <laughs> kind of sick of them um, but yes I mean so still in contention for the treble I suppose City can only win one thing this season they can only win the one thing they've been winning for 10 years or whatever now. Something ridiculous. Mm. So, you know. Makes sense. Well, good luck. Hopefully Liverpool pulls that off. Yep. Um, any other late news? 
Don't think so. No, should we flip a coin or something? Yeah, let's do it. Who's up? Who's on the call? Uh, so given that it's episode eight, I think <laughs> it's I think it's Matt. No, I went last week. Did you? Yeah. That must be you then, Isaac. Okay. Three from three. I don't think we did it the first week. I don't think we did it the very first week, no. Oh, well, then my math is off then. Unlucky. Oh, fuck. Don't see the fucking odds. Oh, no, yeah. Um, you know I'm going to go tails. Tails never fails. Yeah, right. <laughs> flipping the coin. And it is tails. Yeah, never yeah, fails. Yeah. Never fails. Um, what we tell you, boys? Which goes against heads being due. Uh, heads are still due. I think they were due last week. They as were. Well. Um, if I'm remembering correctly, it's still pretty significantly in Tails' favour, unless I just haven't refreshed. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like six million the difference. So heads are still due, but oh, hey. Tails never fails. So that'll mean heads will be due indefinitely. Overdue. Indefinitely. Yep. Forever. All right. Excellent. See you next week. There we are.